0: Billy's a thief, his tiny size, does mask the largest heart. Best and brightest they may not be, but their friendship outweighs their smarts. So gather round, friends, and listen close, for the tale's about to start.
1: Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Spout Lore. I'm your game master, Sean O'Hara. Joining me, as always, playing Tacoma Dome, the Barbarian Abdul Aziz. Hello. Playing Ving, the Half Elf Druid Paul Oppers. Hey. And playing Fat Billy, the Halfling Thief Jessica Tai. Hi. When last we left our heroes, they had descended deep, deep into the ancient sewers beneath the Eternal Flame of the West, Macall, and had just been traipsing through ankle deep shit for most of a day ving communed with the spiritual personification Mm -hmm. of the history of mccall's bowel movements a giant sluicy shit giant (laughs) sluicy shit who was helpful in pointing you in the direction of what you were looking for and letting us know that the mine was there too yeah yeah. that's very helpful and also letting you know that there were monsters lurking within his shitty pissy depths (laughs) the chules Three half-man, half-crawdad, lobster-looking motherfuckers. Yeah. Who uh, you were thankfully able to escape from due to Billy's quick thinking with a convincing illusion, thereby bypassing the second of two combat encounters presented to you (laughs) within this adventure. The first one being a monster that we never figured out what it was or what it was called. And don't want to know. Don't want to know. I'm not going to tell you. Yeah. Uh, And we ended with you finding the disused mine itself, which we determined to be of giant make and model. Uh, (laughs) It was a classic giant model mine. It was a 1972 Hemi giant mine. We get down in the mines and we dig classic cars out of the rocks (laughs) and traveling across some old but sturdily constructed catwalks, finding on a faraway ledge the... Skeleton of what appeared to be an injured and deceased giant miner. Billy, using his uh, fairy magic, swapped a shitty piece of baklava <laughs> with a obsidian tusk, an onyx tusk. Because their bones are made out of onyx. Because their bones are made of stone, <gasps> dark black stone. Sorry, onyx is a kind of rock. It's not just a Pokemon, right? Yes. Yes. Yeah, okay. Kind of rock. And it's a stone. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so now, uh, Perel, in his hip satchel, his stylish yet contemporary hip satchel, can t- it's as it's leopard print. <laughs> Cool. Yeah, but it's supposed to be look like it's made out of leopard skin. Stuff in the city is made out of leopard skin. This just isn't.
2: Yeah, the that's actually why we got
1: clocked by the jackal kids because they were like, (laughs) "Look at this dipshit, stupid fanny pack." Uh, So yeah, Perel has a giant tusk, which is pretty cool. And as you were reveling in the discovery of an ancient skeleton, the catwalk behind you began to collapse. Oh, yeah. And you began to escape. And that is where we find our heroes now running for their lives down a collapsing catwalk. What do you do?
3: Shit, shit, shit. Cheetah, cheat, cheat. Cheetah. Yeah,
2: I'm holding I'm holding Perel and Billy and running as fast as I can.
1: Mm-hmm. I'm
3: running on all fours.
1: You know, how you do that thing like oh. you're pretending oh. to be a chimpanzee.
3: Ah,
1: ah, yeah, ah, it's Slower. <laughs> sure. <laughs> Definitely slower. It's it a little slower. Uh, OK, so what's everybody doing? Billy's being carried by Tuck. Yeah, you know I'm just much.
4: in his fist. He's like running and I'm <laughs> <Yeah>. just like
1: <laughs> Like a handball. Yeah. Yeah, Billy's
2: in one fist, and actually Perel is in the other one. I've got him by <laughs> the crotch. <laughs>
3: <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh, oh, oh. It was the most convenient way to scoop yeah. him up. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so what are you what is Ving doing? Yeah, I'm doing chi to chi. Alright. Uh two D six plus, I guess, dexterity. dexterity. Yeah. Eight. Alright. Thank goodness. Mm -hmm. And and I'm just, yeah, running hard. Mm -hmm. Seven. Okay. So two partial successes, which to me says that you're going to get to safety, but not where you want to be. Well, one
2: thing that is like get to safety, but not where we want to be is if it starts collapsing from ahead of us
1: too, Mm -hmm. and we have to like take a different route. Yeah, totally. That works for me. Like it's collapsing in the direction that you thought that the there's a hanging might be. pipe going by. Yeah, we have yeah. to jump to the pipe. Oh yeah. fuck! No, it's like coming down from a wall from somewhere else, and then passes under the catwalk where you are. It's like three pipes side by side. Oh, does that make sense, Jess?
4: No, no. I'm so bad infrastructure.
1: It's basically part of machinery further in the mine.
4: Oh, so like, like ancient pipes, exactly. Yeah, oh. yeah. are
1: running across be- below like the bridge that's okay. collapsing. Yeah, and a section of the catwalk still like just hanging off the pipes, but uh-huh. no supports underneath. And now you're all standing on these three pipes suspended, uh, who knows how high in the air. Can we describe how we do the jump? Yeah, please do. Yeah. Uh, so he um,
2: uses his legs and he bends them, and then he like <laughs> springs up as hard as he can, and then aims for the pipes
1: you're describing a jump
2: (laughs) (laughs) i realized i realized i went in the description that it was just a jump (laughs) jump.
1: (laughs) When, when thinking about where i am and where i would like to be without having to step there i coil and tense my muscles before releasing the kinetic energy that i've gathered therein, taking my body from one place to the next wow (laughs) cool you're a scientist
4: i want to hear how ving jumps out yeah
3: he just (laughs) closes his eyes and falls forward oh (laughs) trusts in the pipes below graceful yeah Yeah.
1: clang land on the pipes yeah stomach winded yeah so now you're all hanging on a bunch of pipes not hanging standing Mm -hmm. on a bunch of pipes an untold distance above a terrible fall the pipes continue into the darkness. They're holding you. They're like doing that. Like as you're walking them, it's resonating in the pipes and they're kind of shaking a little bit, but it doesn't seem like it's going to fall.
2: Should we discern realities? Yeah, like mm-hmm. let's do it. So Tuck, yeah, looks around the mine.
1: 11. <laughs> realities High plus discerned. wisdom. Wisdom. 12. Three Ooh. questions from the discern realities list. Uh, but what is the way... To the library. <laughs> <laughs> um, I mean, I'll, I'll give you that one for free. It was the way you were going. No! <laughs> well, it seems that I have burned a question, my friend. No, 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 no. That's fine. Um, I just realized why this connects to the library. Why oh, the library was part of the mine. Oh, they moved into the mine. Yeah, they moved because they moved into an old mine section, yeah. right? Yeah, so yeah, it's yeah. connected to a larger mine. Uh, Did f- I didn't oh, even think about that. Oh, and that
4: would make sense why they're on like that outer cliff edge.
1: Oh, that makes yeah. sense. Yeah. yeah. Cool. Yes. Interesting. What here is useful or valuable to me? Okay. Um, so I think that what here is useful or valuable to you all will be where these pipes lead.
4: Oh my god. Well you have to know where though.
1: I'm I'm throwing <laughs> the question the- to you guys. No
4: like okay. Oh, Jesus. Okay. Oh I thought you were just like giving us like a vague answer. No no no, I I'm saying that. I'm saying
1: that it was it's going to be where the pipes lead. Where is that? Oh. <laughs> okay. Say that one more time, and I'll do
2: it without Jessica cutting you off.
4: I'm so sorry. Now, no,
2: no, oh, no. It's
1: the first half of your statement. Oh no, Jessica and I have been together for 15 years. I'm used to that. <laughs> I'm just bragging You're joking, on you, baby. Jess. I'm, I'm so ragging. sorry. I'm, no. I, you
4: so I do too. <laughs> I love you. I'm okay. sorry. I thought I thought you were done, and I was like, no, hold on. I have
1: pulled that a lot in this you game. Have. Yeah, I know. This is just fun. Uh, okay, so yeah, it's going to be wherever these pipes like where the pipes converge. So where do we think the pipes would converge? I'm thinking like maybe a forge or a refinery. Okay. Like why would there be
2: pipes? I was thinking that the pipes like carried broken up stone and it would
1: end at like those tracks that have the carts on them. Oh. So like, oh. Yeah. It's like, <laughs> well, I mean like, yeah, because I think what you're saying is that it's like where the stone that they would mine yeah, ends up. As I said, the, it was a quartz mine, right? Yeah, that's what I said. Oh, it's a quartz mine. Yeah, I said it was a quartz mine. So... This would So you're saying that it might lead to where all the quartz goes to yeah. be tracked out of the mine.
2: Yeah, like kind of crumbled up quartz, like kind of goes through the pipes. Yeah. And then it just dumps into carts. Is yeah. what I My idea was, what were
3: you guys saying? I was just trying to think of a cool thing that why they would be mining so many quartz. Mm-hmm. I feel like it would have to do with the light because the quartz is used
4: for oh crystal quartz. Yes. Mm-hmm. Are there like bioluminescent quartz or like... Glowing like, quartz.
2: Yeah. Oh, maybe the quartz in McCall glows. Or maybe Something. like some kind. Yeah. The really deep stuff. Mm. Mm-hmm. Mm hmm. Maybe that's why the lighthouse still works. Cause it's like if you get like really pure I'm going to say it's called sunstone. Sunstone. Oh, sick. Cool. If you get really pure sunstone, that's like all one phase, like is basically like a perfect crystalline structure. It has to be the perfect environment. Uh It can hold light forever. So they used the most perfect piece of sunstone they had ever found.
4: Pure brilliance. And then the way they cut it.
2: Yeah. Can keep reflecting it in
4: infinitely. Yeah.
2: Right. And so they, and then they put that in the lighthouse. And that's why the lighthouse still
1: functions.
4: Yeah. Uh, I'll bet. Yeah. On
1: cool. That's really cool. So that's what they were mining it was sunstone. Yeah. Not well, I think I think that it ended up being you know, like mining, it ended up being a lot of quartz. But they would find sunstone and yeah. be
4: like, Fuck yes. Yeah. It's and then like, be
1: like, ah, two more years of quartz.
4: <laughs> totally. It,
1: yeah. Sunstones are based on a real thing. What is it? It was a type of quartz crystal, supposedly called sunstone, that the ancient Nords used to um, oh. navigate. So when it was cloudy and they couldn't tell where the sun was, they'd hold up the sunstone and when they pointed it at the sun, it would brighten up.
4: That would make so much sense because McCall would have been on like, I mean, they, they were a coastal town, yeah. so yeah. they could have s- traded with like, Sailors. Oh. yeah, you know, it's an ancient port city, so mm-hmm. like tons of other places would come and yeah. like they would sell like the little pieces of stun stone which were still super valuable mm-hmm. but then they would have these like you know very rare big ones that like you know
3: people in mccall used to the back in the day really rich people you could have um Oh. glasses made of them first because the sandstorms would come oh, up yeah. and so you could navigate through sandstorms. Oh, oh,
2: fucking yeah. so that's cool. That's so cool.
1: That's really cool.
2: Yeah, that's mm. why the city's called the Eternal Flame of the West because
3: the sunstone's still going.
2: Yeah. There's, There's so many
3: in. different sources of light here that we've already discussed
1: that we haven't found yet. I yeah. really like that. Yeah. yeah, And then when the God of the Flame moved in, he was like, no, it's called the Eternal Flame of the West because of me. <laughs> because of, yeah. of, of my flames yeah, revisionist is, history because exactly. oh of my God. flames bro
4: and they could have done that because like the Mergani library had been burned down so many times that like mm-hmm. original scripts might have been lost long ago yeah.
1: Yeah. and to answer a question that I think Paul asked earlier I think that they moved the library into this mine purely for like safety's sake where it was like instead of the light because light is bad for books so they were probably like it needs to be dark as hell and also preferably not burned downable. So they were like a stone complex. We'll do that. And then we'll build it inside the the complex.
4: Old and forgotten mine.
1: Uh, Tight. So cool. Sunstone mine. Love it. The pipes go to uh, the central like track system. So that's question one. (laughs) What's your second (laughs) question? Jesus. This was all a (laughs) discerned (laughs) reality.
2: Fucking shit. We got too excited. What should I be on the lookout for?
1: Hmm. Again, well, I, I'm not sure because I mean, like, the answer is an easier way to get to the library. Like, maybe there's a way that would be like more beneficial or easier for you to travel.
4: What if? you know the rock wall is kind of thin in some areas so like we could maybe see if there's a way we could cut through oh uh, hmm. so we can get in without having to climb back up or something oh, oh
1: i see get, like if it, is it possible to get in at a lower level yeah interesting it's, instead of going up
2: to where the opening yeah. actually is could i just cut through with my axe yeah, yeah. and then we
4: could edge our way around. What if
3: Ving talks to the rock or
2: studies (gasps) the
4: essence of the
1: rock to find out where it's thinner? Yeah. Yeah.
3: And to find out where there's like a room on the other
2: side.
1: Yeah. So you get down, you find your way down the pipes and down the steps to the central track system. There are all these gigantic uh, metal carts with wheels on tracks that go off in a million different directions. Levers and pulleys And gears Big old barrels They used to drink Their grogs out of Yeah Huge barrels There's a skeleton Half in a barrel With its legs Sticking out (laughs) A
4: giant skeleton He died doing A keg stand What does Perel do
1: He's like Wow Look at that And he's wearing a tank The giant's wearing A tank top That says spring break Zero (laughs) zero zero one
2: No there's no There's no
1: giant skeleton Down there You saw the one That was available (laughs) But uh (laughs) Um, so you're in this central section and I like, in a, I like that giants are just giant <laughs> <bros>. <laughs> uh, and this floor of the mine spreads out, um, to steps that basically ring this level. And it looks like if you were to look at the construction that basically every time they dug a new level down, they moved this contraption. Oh, so sick. Like they just went so the track section would lower with it. And then they'd move the tracks around so they can move things to different parts of the mine so
2: cool
1: and if you go and heft yourselves up like three levels, you find a spot where ving you've got your hand on the stone wall, and you can feel that it thins Thinner. in a certain se- <laughs> in a certain <gasps> section about three <laughs> steps up yeah and
3: the the rocks when they're this deep they they're interested in things mm-hmm. and in in this part of the in part of the world because of the dwarf people who turn into rocks. So they have conversations with the rocks as well. So rocks can be lonely. So he's talking to the rock and figuring out which part is lonelier, meaning it's deeper and further away from people. Uh huh. There's a lonelier rock.
1: Yeah, exactly. The rock is like, oh yeah, there's a way over
3: this way. Yeah. he's like grumblier in his throat too. Like he hasn't talked to anybody for a long time. Oh, hey, it's... It seems like you haven't been chatted... At for a while. Uh, no, not for a long time. Well, do you mind if we just poke a little hole through your your sweet little face? I would welcome
1: it. Destroy
3: me. <laughs> <laughs> what
2: is happening? No,
1: we've it's got a mess of kids. There's a spirit like of this mind, basically. Like it is the spirit of this entire place. And it's thick as rock usually is, but it's not like, you know, Eight meters—it's like a meter, Mm. which is no match for the power of Larry Terry and Chad. Cool. And you can feel through the vibrations in the stone. You can feel an open section about four feet from where you're standing. Axe marks the spot, buddy. Defy dangerous strength. Here we go. And the ten plus or seven to nine is going to determine whether or not anybody hears. I guess. Oh yeah.
2: I but I do talk to Terry, Larry, and Chad. I'm like, hey, buddies. And I'm whispering at them. I'm like, "Can you guys try and be a little bit quieter this time?" <laughs> yeah, bro. <laughs> cool. You know what quiet means, though, right?
1: Uh, yeah, man. Okay. Yeah, no, I, I'm aware.
2: It's um, it's like soft. Let's yeah, like mud. Like break it softly, right? Break it soft. Okay, bro. Make it sound like soft. Swing right? me. Make it sound like mud. Okay. Swing me, bro. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Plus nine. strength, nine. Egg. Ooh, I'll eight. Yeah.
4: yeah. <laughs> um, how? Uh, <laughs> Maybe
1: Billy just
2: chants, like...
3: Soft, rock, soft,
2: rock.
4: <laughs> soft, soft,
3: softly. <laughs> 2d6 plus bond. <sighs> Fuck. How many bond do you got?
4: Uh, just one, so it's Six. <laughs> Okay, I did not sing it quiet enough. <laughs> <laughs>
3: quiet, quiet, quiet. quiet. quiet.
1: Okay, market point of experience. Hmm. But, yeah, maybe it's like you f- pull the axe back, you swing, smash, you swing, smash, you swing, crash. And there's a librarian who you've never seen before sitting at a desk like moving like just writing on a piece of parchment that's like that
3: scene in indiana jones when he's like looks at the stamp and every time they hit the wall he's stamping (laughs) it lines
1: up perfectly
0: yeah (laughs) Yeah.
1: puts the stamp down and then just a bunch of stones collapse in on one side of this librarian's office and they turn and look at you (laughs) wide-eyed hey uh, we're from civil works (laughs) (laughs) And the librarian gets up and starts to move towards the door.
4: Oh, no, you don't.
1: Dash in and grab. Defy danger dexterity for that one. Oh, God. Fuck. Oh, wow. Six. Uh, She starts moving towards the door. Ving dashes forward and grabs, like one shoulder of her robe and like her arm and you feel those like iron cord muscles underneath uh, her skin. <laughs> she just does that a uh, real Kung Fu, like wrist block, oh, like shit. moves your Ooh. arm and then she's got you in a hold. Oh, a uh, little help guys.
2: <laughs> Tuck's like, Whoa. Oh my God. My cup runneth over today. <laughs> oh, she's my- using
1: librarian. <laughs> chi. <laughs>
4: um, can I do shoot first still?
1: Oh, yeah, totally. That's what I'm saying is now like she's got uh, Ving, but she's distracted by Ving.
4: Yeah, Ving. I have a big rock in my hand and I'm like, just no. Sh-. 12.
1: Yeah. Uh, so deal your damage, which is a D8. D8. Six, 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 pretty high uh, for a fairly low level librarian. Um, yeah, I think you can. Not- I mean, they're very strong. They're, they're very strong. strong. I don't think you're, you're definitely not going to kill her, no. but I think you're going to really stun her.
4: Yeah, I think I hit her square in just above the temple where you die, (laughs) but it still hurts a lot. She's going to have a big, like, welt, and she just is knocked out.
1: Yeah, so she, like, she gets hit in the head, slams into the door, and just crumples on the ground. But she's like, like, the fitful breathing of the unconscious. What do you do? I I go and I pick her up, and I put her back at
2: her desk, (laughs) like, Weekend at Bernie style, and put her pen in her hand. Yeah. And then... I I I write in front of her it was all a dream. And then we leave. And
1: Can I roll plus charisma to get her to believe that? Sure? No, absolutely not. She's no, not stupid. She's concussed now though. She's going to believe that she wrote down it was all a dream while she was asleep and that makes her memories false? Yeah. Roll it, whatever. Defy danger charisma. Go ahead. Well failure. Oh my god. So that's a failure. So mark a point of experience and that's gonna come back to bite you in the ass. Oh no. She's like, I don't write my R's backwards. (laughs) Oh God. (laughs) Tuck's writing is like a little kid's lemonade stand sign. Yeah, he pulls out a crayon from his belt.
4: She's a librarian, like she has a master's degree in literature. (laughs) She knows how to write. This
1: is not my fucking writing. Oh a dream. Um And as you're in the office, Perel looks at the gaping hole that you smashed in the wall like, what are we going to do about this? Do we just leave it?
4: Why don't we just lock the door?
1: Perel's like, oh, yeah. (laughs) Sorry, I had magic for so long. That's how I want to solve all my problems. (laughs) Yeah, we could just lock the door. Is there anything cool in this room that Perel wants to take a look at? Um, Perel is like vibrating with excitement. Yeah.
4: Okay. (laughs) Put
1: it away, man. (laughs) I just, I realized I only brought my hip satchel. I don't have enough. I didn't bring any bags or anything.
4: We warned you. We said where we're going, and you're supposed to bring a bag.
1: And I said I didn't think we were just going to jump down the hole no, right away. No, but
4: you were like, be right back. I'm going to go put on my clothes, which I thought <laughs> meant big backpack.
1: No, I said, be right back. I'm going to get my disguise, which is, any points at the mustache uh, on his face. That's no longer there. <laughs> oh, I lost my good mustache. Okay, all right, fine. It's fine. I'm sure there's a bag somewhere that I can steal. And I'm sure there's another fake mustache lying around somewhere here. There must be. That's what I was thinking. <laughs> do they just have books or do they have collections of everything, including
4: hats? Oh, my God. Oh no, I'm, joking, no. I'm joking. I'm
1: joking. But if I find a book on haberdashery, I'm taking it. <laughs> All right. Let's go. Let's go. So we go outside. So there, on either side of you, there are other doors and chambers. You're not sure what level of the library you're in, but the room you're in is cavernous in front of you are rows and rows of enormous shelves that stretch from the ground all the way to like 80 feet in the air to the ceiling in this room. And all of the shelves are very sturdily made. They still have carved designs on them, but they all seem to be made of the same very, very dark Brown rich wood. Huh. And, uh, they're just packed with books, absolutely packed with books. And, uh, a balcony runs along about 40 feet in the air separating the room sort of into two sections and those balconies connect to the shelves in places by uh, what looks like old repurposed uh, mine tracks cool you're lucky because you don't see any librarians right now everything and everything's lit with um, those magic crystals non-flammable light sources sick if wants yeah. to uh, spell lore about the wood yeah
3: absolutely uh, and if i spell lore on something from the history then i
1: get to use my wisdom instead
3: of constitution
1: Mm-mm. Nine. Nine. Okay. So what you know is that this is a wood from the Great Forest. Ooh. It is very rare and it's called ironwood. It's extremely mm. durable and it's non-flammable. What? Yeah. Cool.
4: That's so sick.
1: Yeah. So at some point, the librarians had some sort of trade agreement with the Great Forest. The elves. Probably. Yeah. And they had this wood shipped over here and they made shelves out of it. Cool. And that's what all of the shelves in this place are made out of. So oh. you see this and they're like, this is worth a fucking mint. This is expensive.
2: That's maybe that's how they saved the books during the burning is that there's these like shutters that, mm. that are also oh, made ironwood. out of ironwood that you can close and it seals the books off. So smart. Like even if the whole building burns down, mm-hmm. there's the books and the shelves will stay
1: safe, right? So there's like fire doors that mm-hmm. separate the different sections. So if a fire somehow Broke out in one of the rooms. Yeah, slam, slam, slam. Or maybe it's, down.
2: It, would it be make more sense spatially if it was like each shelf had like a fire door? Oh, yes. oh, oh slides out cool. and slams down. So yeah. like a, little, a
3: little hidden oh, thing. Man. Yeah, and the fire starts and the library turns into a Batmobile. Basically, yeah, it's like <laughs> yeah. <totally. laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's really clang, cool. Clang, clang. Maybe
2: there's like a kind of a mechanism inside that you can trip and all of them close. Yeah. like the
1: clattering. Yeah, it just clatters all the way down. Um, so oh. sick. But since this library is so old and so packed, there are sections where, you know, there hasn't been a fire here for a while. So we've just got books stacked over here. We've got books shoved in, carved out sections of this pillar. So if there was was a fire, they'd probably still lose some stuff. But it seems like maybe they're being cautious, but a touch arrogant. And Perel is like running up to the shelves, running his hands over them, looking at all the books, like hands on his face, so excited. What section are we in? I want you to roll uh discern realities and that'll determine.
2: I did the last
3: one.
1: Billy go up. Billy can't I read. I can't <laughs> read. Oh, Alright. <laughs> I'll take this
3: one. d <laughs> <laughs> six plus wisdom. Oh great. I got six.
4: Oh, I sure I'll help.
2: <laughs> Thanks. Because you guys have been working on reading together. That's, That's true.
4: true. <laughs> uh, Fuck. Ah. This sucks. I can't.
3: (laughs) If I can't read it, then how are you supposed to read it? I'm
4: sorry. I just thought I could help, but I guess you know all the alphabets. I
3: guess
1: I don't. What are these words?
4: (laughs) (laughs) Or maybe they're in a different language.
1: (laughs) Oh, actually, yeah, they would be in (laughs) McCollin. We did get (laughs) (laughs) textures off, looking off into the
2: distance. Yeah. Um,. Or he's He took out the moon knife The waning knife and he's got He's focused on the door uh, jamming up the lock And he's just jamming it
3: in the <laughs> He's
1: the just lock, stabbing it into the lock He's just wriggling
2: it around in there <laughs> Yeah that's pretty fucked now <laughs> I don't think anyone's getting out of there <laughs> So um, maybe he's going down to each door
1: <laughs> And stab, stabbing stab, the lock stab. Just to be sure
4: It's like <laughs> locking ourselves in also <laughs>
1: <Yeah>. <laughs> You absolutely have closed off your only exit so you're stabbing locks. Ving and Billy are up at the shelves. Like, no, no, no. Tuck, you take care of the locks. We'll, we'll read this. And then you're all like, Ah, I see another language, huh? Interesting. <laughs> My Kryptonite, <laughs> <laughs> a language I don't understand. Although you guys have probably, we didn't really talk about why you can understand everybody that speaks in McCall.
4: Uh, they, I think they speak a lot of calm in there. Yeah, yeah.
1: it's a modern city. It's right? a very metropolis. Yeah. yeah. And then I think you're like, hey, Tuck, hey, we just realized that we can't really read this. What does this say? And you look at it and it says art theory and history. So one, you know, you are not in the right section. <laughs> of course, you're not in the right section. You don't know where the right section is. And then what you hear is on the far side of the room, you hear a door open and two voices conversing.
4: <gasps> <gasps> hide, hide. How? Where? Uh,
1: <laughs> behind all these doors that you just destroyed the locks on? <laughs> Ving's going to squirrel
3: Chi up and get into a cart. Squirrel he Chi. Can- <laughs> <laughs> Hell yeah. yeah. Fucking shit. I
4: just, oh my yes.
1: God. I just like that you're like, oh man, we're all in danger. And Ving, what do we do? And he's jumped Ving, up. Ving, <laughs> hide.
4: <laughs> how how do I hide?
1: I. Oh, we can all hide together. Yeah, I guess yeah. so. I'm just going to need you guys to roll like a basically defy danger. Hide. Dexterity. <laughs>
4: Eight. Holy
1: okay. shit. I think that you all see you see Ving Mario double jump wall style like bing, 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 bing up into a cart. And Billy's like, Oh yeah, great. And uh, you run up like you climb up the shelves really dexterously.
4: And I squeeze myself in on top of the books. <laughs> yeah. Oh, really you'd... pancake myself. <laughs> just
1: in a shelf. Yeah. Uh,
4: they won't see.
1: What does Think, Tuck like a book, Billy? Yeah. What does Tuck do? Well, I t- pick up Perel and I just throw him up into the cart. Yeah. <laughs> <that laughs> I catch him. As big as it He doesn't make any sound. He really tries not to. But you can <laughs> see his face. He's like, <clears throat> it's just everything is open. Even his mouth. But he's not making any sound.
4: He knows how important this is. Exactly.
1: What does Tuck do?
2: I guess he just climbs up
1: the shelf to the cart that... Yeah. Yeah, to the cart that Ving went into. It's a pretty tight squeeze, <laughs> but you're able to like duck yourselves down. You all are holding your breath, trying not to make any noise. And you hear the two voices get louder until they pause right underneath you. And they're picking books off the shelf in the art history section. Like, you no, know, no I think the I think the artifact that we've recovered is actually of the uh, the early epoch style. And they're like just bickering about a thing that they have and they don't seem to be leaving. Can we roll to wait <laughs> quietly? Yeah, <laughs> we I don't think we've ever done that.
4: Yeah,
1: uh, you don't have to roll the wait quietly, but I will say that they're going to be here for a good while.
4: We're going to wait. <laughs> I'm going to wait.
1: <laughs> Billy falls asleep. Yeah. Billy, this is the best sleep Billy's had because he's not freezing cold.
4: <laughs> yeah, it's so cool down here. Yeah. Mm. And like, this page is really soft.
1: <laughs> See, if we're going to
3: wait, I'm going to commune with Whispers of the Library. Sick! Ooh,
4: Ooh fucking
3: rare! Yeah, we, we will find some shit out where we need to go and who's going to have it. So read Communion of Whispers for us, please. When you spend time in a place. Making note of its resident spirits and calling on the spirits of the land. Roll plus wisdom. You'll be granted a vision of significance to you, your allies, and the spirits around you. 10 plus, the vision will be clear and helpful. 7 to 9, the vision is unclear, meaning murky. On a miss, the vision is upsetting, frightening, or traumatizing. GM describes it. Take minus
1: one for it if a miss. Great. Okay. Yeah, roll uh, 2d6 plus wisdom. Describe how you are communing with the whispers of the Margani Library.
3: Being uh, of elfin-born blood and mind, <laughs> cool. Uh, the a lot of the skeleton of the library stone, and then also ironwood. So mm-hmm. he's communing mostly with the ironwood and 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 resonating with that, and said tying it in with the great forest.
2: Oh yeah. Yeah. Nine.
1: All right. What does a library sound like? What can I? What can I? What can I help you with? Tonight? Hello, great library. Please. I'm a library. I'm sorry. <laughs> what are you looking for? We
3: are looking for a section of your great library where you contain the wealth of knowledge of magic. Oh, okay,
1: so that would... And it just starts spouting off a bunch of very complicated and confusing like librarian technical language. Okay. And what you have determined by this conversation is the organization of the Margani Library is super complex and extremely confusing for everybody except the librarians. And it's the kind of thing I think like, uh, like name of the wind where throughout the centuries, there have been head librarians, master librarians who have had differing philosophies on how the library should be structured. So it's like, stacks on stacks sedimentary layers of like leftover organization structures in one section of the library every once in a while someone's like we got to tear the whole thing down reorganize everything but they never get done before they die and then it just changes again oh yeah um so what it does tell you is "Mm, what you're looking for is probably on the third level third level yes and we if we want to
3: really find out we need the knowledge of a librarian themselves
1: Yes, you would have to speak to, uh, preferably, one of the head archivists. Okay. What? Sorry, what level are we on?
2: I, I know I can't talk to the library. But <laughs> I'm just wondering what level we're on. What level are we
1: on? Uh, you are currently on level six of six. Oh, at the very bottom. Is six the most bottom one? Six is the most bottom one. Okay. I'm also not talking to the library. He is not speaking to me, but I am providing this information freely as a spirit of knowledge. (laughs) He could be asking. And you hear it uh, push up its spirit (laughs) glasses out of sight. (laughs) glasses. Oh, I'm not wearing my glasses. Oh, you know, I thought I was wearing them and I touched them, but it turns out I don't have a face. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you, great library. Oh, it is ever so my pleasure. Enjoy your time at the Margani Library. Wait a second. You're not librarians, are you? Shh. I see what you did there. I won't tell. Just don't fuck around. (laughs) We never do. Okay, bye. (laughs) The pages (laughs) ruffle as the spirit of the Margani Library dissipates through the room. Oh, Um, I like that. Cool. (laughs) And actually, when that happens, you go, wait, was it in front of me? (laughs) And then it's gone. Ooh. Interesting. I like to think that the, the spirit of the Margani library would act like a library in itself. So it's actually like a singular presence that flits around the library and goes to like shelf to shelf. Oh, Travels so through sick. the books. Yeah. Uh, okay. So you know that you're three levels below where you need to be.
3: Yeah. We need to get up
1: mm-hmm. halfway there. Mm-hmm. And these two fucking dunces down below. Well, I mean, they're extremely smart. Uh, are just bickering between one another about what sounds like the very minute details of an artist's life. Oh man! Like, uh, you know, it says that uh, that her parents died at seventeen. No, I believe it was eighteen. Please, you fool! You absolute fool! You moron! Oh my god! All we can do to not just tell him to shut up. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. So it's that. It looks like they're settling in for a good long argument. Billy's asleep, uh-huh. just out of arm of arm's reach on a shelf. And then all of a sudden you feel the cart under you go chook, click 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 and start to move away.
4: Oh, <laughs> Billy! Shit! Billy's out.
1: Yeah, Billy. So we're moving away. Yeah, right? Yeah, you're
4: moving away from Billy. Billy.
1: You're moving deeper into the library. Somebody's calling the cart. Yeah, they're gonna find us. Oh
4: uh, no!
0: <laughs>
2: <laughs> bilbo's asleep. So what do you do? <laughs> we're trying to scream whisper back Billy. at Billy. <laughs> Billy, wake up!
4: Psst. Billy.
2: Okay,
1: I take a, I, I grant Are there any books in the cart? Actually, Perel. Per, so <laughs> it's so funny that Billy's just snoozing. Perel is like, what? And he reaches into his hip satchel and he pulls out a little baklava and he just throws it at Billy. <laughs> And he hits just above Billy's head so like crumbs sprinkle him. A dusting of crumbs yeah. drift down to the floor next to these uh, bickering librarians. But Billy, you're startled awake by the smell of uh, honey and dates.
4: <sighs>
1: and you realize that the cart that your family's in is leaving. Billy! <laughs> you see them click, 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 click.
4: And I just like wave by like... Oh, yeah, things just waving.
1: <laughs> oh boy. So we've got two... Different situations. Billy is stuck in a shelf by himself. People down below might know he's there. Yep. And you are being currently pulled towards somebody (laughs) that will see you. Not (laughs) if we blind them first. (laughs) What do you do? Let's stick with Billy. You see the cart disappear down deeper into the library. Oh, shit. What do you do?
4: Oh, my God. This is very risky. I could try escape route.
1: (gasps) Oh, yeah. When
4: I'm in too deep and need a way out. Name your escape route and roll plus dexterity.
1: Okay, name your cool. escape route first.
4: Oh. um, Shit, I think I'm just going to have to like crawly crawl my way out.
3: Yeah. You um, crawl on the tracks like, because we're on a track. Yeah, exactly.
1: Great, that sounds like a perfect move.
4: Oh, fucking hell. <laughs> uh, nine.
1: Perfect. So what is a seven to nine with escape route?
4: Um, it, I... On a seven to nine, you can stay or go, but if you go, it costs you. Leave something behind or take something with you. The GM will decide.
1: Hmm. Um, what would you take with you? A book. A worm. A bookworm. <laughs>
4: a bookworm. <laughs> Ew. Cute.
1: But it's a little caterpillar. It. They're called bookworms, but they look like caterpillars.
4: Oh, where is he?
1: Uh, He's like on your shoulder. Okay. And you just feel it like... Erp, erp like inchworming along. You don't see it yet. Okay. But, but the, the camera sees a little bookworm inching along. Oh, right. <laughs> so yeah, you're scurrying along this track yeah. as the cart pulls away. Your cart is pulling away. You thankfully see Billy dive out of the shelf onto the track, uh, grab onto it like a squirrel, right himself and start running towards you. We can just get out of the cart and join him on the track. Uh, Yeah, potentially. Billy's a little harder to see than a seven foot tall (laughs) barbarian and his shape-shifting husband but but, sorry formerly shape-shifting husband (laughs) i shape-shift up here man and their uh i don't know brother-in-law from a marriage that has since fallen apart with a sibling you don't talk to anymore that's the vibe that perel has for me totally have we gone around the corner already uh, no, but you're about to reach like an intersection, like one of those uh, what are they called roundhouses? Yep, kind of things. Like it's gonna hit and then spin and then go in the direction.
3: I think it's a good idea to stay uh, as up as we can since yeah. we yeah. Can go
1: up. What if we jam the cart?
3: I was thinking that too. Yeah, cool. yeah. yeah. But would cause a lot of people to be like, we should probably go check out that broken cart. I, yeah. which I don't know that could be a distraction
1: yeah yeah, yeah. Like True. the
4: sound of it screeching to a halt
1: yeah okay that's a decent enough plan yeah as good as it's gonna get probably yeah uh somebody roll something <laughs> do you yeah, jam? I was gonna
3: jam my harpoon in there but also with all these fails don't want to lose <laughs> this harpoon now you're gonna think of something else what about a big fat book yeah yeah oh,
4: like you just grab one
3: <laughs> the biggest book I can find <laughs> flip it open so it's like a wedge and jam it in the tires uh, yeah nice. sounds good.
1: Yeah. Plus, uh, what? Dexterity? dexterity for speediness. Nice. Eight. Okay. So you grab a huge book that says uh, animals organized alphabetically. And oh, then you he just starts jam- reading. Oh, <laughs> animals. <laughs> and you just jam it in the wheels and the cart in front of you. Well, yeah. Can I? Keep that one and go get another book.
3: Yeah, no. there's... Oh, my God. i sorry.
1: I want to learn about more animals. You got to do this fast. Book G sticks it. Wedge G <laughs> sticks it in the thing. Book destruction style. <laughs> Kia! Uh, and, you know, it hits, and it looks like um, when a stack of papers goes into a photocopier, it's just the pages get pulled underneath one after the other, and the wheels start going like clunk, 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 clunk as the cart is slowing down and screeching on the tracks. Shh, shh, shh and you're pulling up to a balcony now we hop off and you are safe as the cart goes through the wall screeching like a fucking bat out of hell um and maybe it catches the book on fire a little bit it's yeah there's more destruction <laughs> it's just smoking Ooh. now uh and billy you make it along the tracks to your family
4: hey guys sorry i fell asleep
1: that's okay books are boring And Perel's speaking quietly because you're in a library. Oh, sorry. So what do we we know? What do we know? What's the next step? We need to get to level three. That's the magic section. What level are we on now? Six. Oh, boy.
4: Is it up or down?
1: Up. Uh, Okay, let's go.
4: What? Where?
1: To find some stairs or something?
4: Okay, how do we run quietly and without (laughs) being seen?
1: Uh, Moving quietly is called sneaking. (laughs) And it is something Billy is uh, well-versed in, I believe.
4: Yes. Is there a move that's, like, sneaky?
1: Defy danger dexterity, yeah.
4: Not much, Six, if anyone wants to help.
2: Yeah, I'll
3: aid.
4: Thank you.
1: Tuck is going to aid with a
3: sneaking thing? <laughs> yeah. he just lift him off the ground a little bit so his feet don't touch? Uh, yeah, I guess.
2: Because I'm the biggest, I would be the most likely to make noise. Yeah. So I'm trying to, like, match Billy's movements. That's okay. how I'm aiding with the sneakiness. Billy's
4: crawling like a actual raccoon.
2: <laughs> oh, yeah. Cool. Uh, I guess I'm doing
1: that, too. Yeah. <laughs> Nine. Sweet. Cool. So yeah, that's uh, seven to nine on the Defy Danger Dexterity.
4: All right, get low to the ground, everyone. So they don't see us. crouch
3: down.
1: And, oh, I mean, maybe since it's a library, Mm -hmm. like... But it's built in an old mine. Mm-hmm. It's not like it's a streamlined construction. Mm-hmm. So maybe it's like okay, we've made it to the fifth floor, mm-hmm. but we have to get off on the fifth right. floor and find another way up.
4: Oh yeah, that makes sense if it's not just like a clear cut tower. Yeah, it's like,
1: yeah, totally. Uh, it's a yeah. bunch of con- it's a bunch of rooms that are just strung together. They would file follow the veins of quartz.
4: Oh, yeah, totally. Cool. That is cool. So it's like an
1: ant hill almost you know mm-hmm. it's got kind of like tunnel chamber tunnel chamber tunnel chamber yeah. very sick and Yeah, all the cool. big chambers are where they
3: found flares they're called flares of sunstone oh
2: so cool because they were
3: like whoa
1: we got a little bit of sunstone we're gonna dig this whole area out. yeah can you hear the tendons in my clenching fists audience <laughs> <laughs> Uh that's great okay so yeah you get to that you find some stairs and you're like great stairs and you go up and you find a door that says five mm-hmm. in McCall Tuck goes that says five
4: and there's nothing up for
1: yeah. Is it a hand? Yeah. That says five. It's just <laughs> five fingers yeah, carved into hand. the wall. Yeah. This one
2: says five. And then I go for a high five with, thanks, man.
1: But yeah, there's no stairs that go up another level. So Perel's like, oh, I think we got to find our way through the fifth level now.
4: Well, All then right.
1: we do that. Mm-hmm.
4: I'm going to do trap expert.
1: Oh, good call. Yeah. Just in Closed case. door. Yeah. 11 11 great so you get three hold from trap expert yeah to spend Um, as you see fit
4: so first question is there a trap here and if so what activates it
1: uh on this door no i don't think there's a trap
4: sweet what else is hidden here
1: uh well i imagine you like are up against the wall Uh like sneaking in to peek into the chamber and you see the bookworm oh crawl out on your shoulder Uh uh-huh and crawl onto the wall and crawl into a circle like a, a hole cut in the wall that looks like it was carved for uh, for creatures that size
4: oh oh shit a thing did you see the bug
1: yeah what the heck was that can you catch it i can't i'll go up to he
3: goes up the hole and starts sucking <laughs> <laughs> hey buddy <laughs> he's uh, not responding to my kid he must not be from the forest
1: <laughs> um defy danger suck constitution okay i'm gonna try and to suck this. hyperventilate i'm gonna suck this this worm off its body
4: what if he's, go- yeah, what if he's gonna tell on us <laughs> what if he's gonna tell-
1: the dexterity seven constitution oh okay seven okay thank god uh so you um you suck you suck this worm yeah and no you go it's like stuck in your throat oh, no. i'm trying to say sorry to it
4: can billy reach in Ving's mouth Get it yeah. get it get yeah. it
1: Defy danger dexterity Dexterous hands
4: Six, Holy 14 shit.
1: That's what we got Boxcars on <laughs> Billy is a throat surgeon
4: <laughs> Wow <laughs> This is what I wasted My rolls on <laughs> That's
1: so funny His hands are small It's yeah. like about as wide As a throat So yeah.
3: it's <sighs> like pulling out A piece of spaghetti Yeah <laughs> sorry yeah. And you're
4: like oh.
1: And it's uh, this Tiny little worm that's like a caterpillar. It does the inchworm thing. Yeah. Its head, its like front section, is red, and then the rest of its body's green.
4: What do you want? What are you following <laughs> us for? Oh man,
2: <laughs> Billy's
1: just interrogating yeah. a worm. Who do you work for? <laughs>
4: yeah. Why would you follow us? Are you evil?
1: Billy can't talk to worms, so I that's know. a really good place to start. Can I talk to this worm? Um, I mean, McCall's not really a foresty place, so I guess you would have similar creatures. I was wondering if somebody would like to spout lore. That's a good place to start.
3: <laughs> I'll spell it, Laura, about this worm. Oh, yeah, because you, cause you <laughs> grew up in McCall, where yeah. you know the bugs.
4: Sorry, I know some Billy, stuff.
2: Here we go. Billy's Holy going fuck. crazy.
3: Please, nice.
2: six plus intelligence. Six. So, so <gasps> I need an eight.
3: I, I will. I will. There aid. we go. Ving there seems we, like somebody that would be able to. There aid. was a worm just like this. Uh, I knew from. Uh, Uh, Back in the day, they're they're thought to be extinct, though. Mm. So it's weird that we would see it making it a historical thing so I can use my wisdom instead of my intelligence.
4: Oh, sick. Smart. Sean's mad. Paul. (laughs) Oh, five. That's a fail. (laughs) Oh, man.
1: I wanted to tell you guys about this worm. Uh, can I aid? No, unfortunately not. Please, I've already
4: asked him. Well, actually,
1: as is the way with narratively based games, it doesn't mean that you don't know anything. Oh, it doesn't it doesn't mean that you don't get what you want. It just means that something else also happens. Okay. Okay, so Perel kind of like pushes forward Mm -hmm. and um, he looks at the worm that Billy's holding in his hand. He goes, oh, I've heard of these things. What are they? It's kind of a it's kind of a funny name. I guess it's a little on the nose, but they're called bookworms. If I'm not mistaken, I think they're kind of magically resonant in some way. What? <laughs> I have no way of knowing anymore, but I assume that this worm is magically resonant. And what they do is they is they crawl around the library, and they let the librarians know when books are out of order.
3: Oh,
2: cool. And then
1: somebody comes down, and they rearrange the books. That's how they work. Uh, Whoa, well, they're like a living Dewey Decibel system. They're so- smart. They transmit information. They bring messages Between the different sections of the library. Uh oh. Wait, does that mean that the worm knows that we're here?
4: Hey, worm. Can I try talking to it?
1: Uh, you can (laughs) try, but it's not a fairy, it's a little worm. Dang it. Oh, yeah, I guess Ving can talk to similar creatures. What do you want to say, Billy?
4: I just want to know will it tell on us?
1: Are you going to talk to people? Do you, do you, would you tell on us? It is my duty. And a little piece of silk shoots out of the worm... Into the hole <gasps> And it fishing lines itself Out of Billy's hand Into the hole and no! disappears from sight I was, gonna, I was gonna squish it And that's where We're gonna end no! it For this week B- rat. <laughs> You're about to get Tattled on by a caterpillar Fuck uh, I'm your game master Sean O'Hara Thanks for joining us For Spelt Lore With me as always Playing Tacoma Dome The Barbarian Aziz. So long Playing Ving The Half Elf Druid Paul Oppers Take care Playing Fat Billy The Halfling Thief Jessica Ty. <laughs> Thanks to Aaron Reed For our intro And outro music Which thrills me Every time and thank you to all of our supporters around the world, which thrill me every time. You can find us uh, on the internet at places. We'll catch you next time.
0: And so ends the tale of Adventures 3 Who tried the best they can Though dumb and scared and lost they be For time's abreast in revelry And though our journey may be We will not leave you without a resolution Return next week to hear some more Whilst you commute or do your chores And for you I'd gladly spout more